State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Oh shit, we on the air. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Carefully Reckless with your girl Just Hilarious. Now listen, I would usually say this is not about me, it's about the crazy shit that y'all going through, but... Today is about me. I'm going to let y'all in on my business. I'm going to tell y'all my shit. Now, I got a question. Seriously. Has there ever been a time you betrayed a friend? Now, for me, yes, there has. There hasn't been plenty of times, but I can wholeheartedly say I betrayed a person. Grab your tea. It's story time. Now, a lot of y'all may be familiar with me and April Jones being friends for a little period of time. Now, April Jones, just in case y'all don't know, she is a reality star from Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, and she happens to be the mother to both of Omarion's kids. All right? Me and April meant we was cool. We hit it off. Cool, right? We became uncool because of some petty shit. I stopped coming to LA. I would tell her I was coming to chill with her. Made a couple of plans, and they fell through, never came or whatever. I'm the type of person like this. I don't have to talk to you every day to be a good friend to you or to remain close with you. I'm one of those types of people that don't have to talk to a bitch every day for us to remain in that good spot where we shall always remain, right? But April is the type who needs her friends to talk to her. She she loves the attention from her friends and shit to each his own. That's how she fosters her relationships, our friendships. I foster mine's totally different, which is probably why I don't have any friends. That's fine. So me and her had fell out. She had got upset. She told certain people not to talk to me. Oh, don't hang out with her. Like on some little middle school shit. Fine, that's cool. I'm grown. I don't give a fuck anyway. Any and everybody you introduced to me, they could be on your side. I don't give a fuck. I was doing fine before I met you and them and I'll be fine now, right? Now, Monice, all right? This is her arch enemy. This is actually her ex-boyfriend's baby mother, Lil Fizz, by the way. Now, I had talked some shit 
about April to Moniz after me and April hadn't spoken about six months. So I thought I was never going to reunite with this bitch. I thought I was never going to be our friend again. Right. I talked a lot of shit, a lot of shit. I'm going to admit it. Some cold hearted shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Some shit that I, I was feeling. True shit, though. Like all true, all factual. It was just fucked up that I said it to a bitch that hated this girl. Right. Cool. So one day, about eight months later, me and April decided to reunite. In my mind, I'm not even thinking about the shit that I had talked about her months ago to Monice. But anyway, I meet up with April. We cool. We reunited. We met. We had lunch. Then she wants to show me her new house. The new house that her and Fizz had gotten and shit. I'm like, okay, cool. I pull up. It's nice. We in there. We drinking. We having fun. We talking. I'm apologizing to her about what she needed me to apologize about not being a good friend that she wanted me to be. She's apologizing about being petty. You know, stop talking to me forever and shit because I bluffed her out one time in Chicago. All right, cool. You know, she jumps on live. I did not know that she was going to get on live and announce to everybody that we were, were reunited. However, I still didn't give a fuck. I'm like, all right, whatever. Cool. This is the live shit. We doing it. We drinking. We chilling. All right. While we're on live together, though, this is on her live. She starts throwing little subliminals at Monice. OK, I didn't know that they were still beefing. I mean, I guess this is going to be a life an ongoing lifetime beef, you know what I mean? But I didn't know that. So, of course, Monice must have gotten the hunch that uh, we were on live and she looked at the live. She seen April was talking about it and just seen me with her. So I guess she felt like, oh, hold up, Jess. Hold up, hold up. Let me pull out the motherfucking receipts because your ass over there with the bitch that you just talked big shit about a couple months ago, let me go and rekindle this flame. So we get off live, me and April get off live. We still talking and shit. She going through her comments or whatever on her last post and they're commenting Monice on live talking shit about you and Jess. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm the one that's like, yo, let's go to her live. Like what the fuck is she talking about? Still not even dawning on me that I fucking talk shit about April to her months ago. So I'm the hype one. My dumb ass like shit. Let's go see what she's talking about. What the fuck she's talking about? She ain't got nothing to say about me. Da -da 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 -da, whatever. I click on the girls live, man. All I hear is my voice because when I had talked shit about April, no, I didn't text it. No, we weren't on the phone. We were sending fucking voice notes back and forth and Monice kept them because y'all know if you got iPhone and you send a voice note, that shit will disappear in two minutes. She kept them all, all of them, each and every cold hearted one. Man, I clicked on that live. It was me. I was talking about Fizz. I was talking about her. I was talking about, man, I was on there wilding. I said, I don't even remember exactly what the fuck it was. It's like, and fuck her. And she want to keep having fizz, watch the kids while she go and fuck this nigga and that nigga. And she phony and shit. And then this nigga know she out fucking niggas. But at the same time, he just going to watch the kids and shit. He there for when, when shit don't work out with the other niggas and shit. This nigga's a clown. And da -da 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 man, I'm going in. So imagine what's going through my mind. Imagine the look on her face. And then fizz walks through the fucking front door. And um, he hears my voice as well. He walked in right on the pot where I'm talking about him and shit, right? It just had to happen like that. I'm like, yo, really? So after a couple minutes pass, everybody's quiet. I click out of the shit. Nobody gonna say nothing. So I'm like, shit, I might as well be the first to say something. I'm like, I don't even remember saying all that though. Like, I, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, when was this? I, I don't even, I don't. So she cut me off like, bitch, really? Just Really? I'm on crack. Like, I'm really a drug that I, I never said she was on crack. I never said, I never said she was on crack, yo. I didn't. I did not say that. Um, it hurt her feelings. It did. 
I could see it in her face. Uh, Fizz was still sitting there looking dumb, playing with his hair, just like I said on the, the the voice recording as he was walking through the door. So I guess that prompted him to play with his little curls even more. I was embarrassed. I was humiliated. And so was she. You know what I mean? So in that time, I had to be remorseful. I'm like, yo, my bad, yo. I did tell you I talked shit about you. I just didn't tell you the extent of shit that I had talked. And who I had talked the shit to. You know what I'm saying? I get it. It didn't have to go down like that. It really didn't. I thought I was never going to be your fucking friend again, nigga. Honestly, for real, you stopped talking to me because I bluffed you out in Chicago one time. Like, for real. Like, the fuck? I didn't want to come there. It was a fucking blizzard, my nigga. I, didn't, I don't like snow like that. I like, I like to look at it. I don't like the crash and slip and fall in it. You feel me? So I didn't want to go. She knew that. I ended up going to Atlanta. So that was the whole reason that we fucking fell out. The craziest, most pettiest shit. Bitch didn't talk to me for six months. I never thought I would see her again. I never thought I would even talk to her again, period. That still does not justify me going to talk shit about her to her enemy. I swear to God, Joe. But let me tell you something, a funny part of the story. So her phone was blowing up the whole time. Guess who the fuck it is? Mona Scott Young. <laughs> she ain't answered the phone. April went in the bathroom. She cried. She felt betrayed. I get it. I, I just didn't know what to do at that moment. It's like she didn't want to hug from me. She didn't want to hear shit. So I'm like, yo, all right, deuces, fizz. Tell her when she get out the bathroom, I'm gone. I'm, I'm done. He didn't say shit the whole time. He was just like, all right. I'm like, yo, this nigga's weird. All right, cool. So I'm going to leave. So I proceed to leave. Mona Text me. Now, yes, I have Mona's number. She texts me. Do we need to send the cameras? No, we don't. Yo, this bitch is in. This is her life. This is her real life right now. You know what I mean? And even though this is what the fuck they signed up for when they wanted to be on Love & Hip Hop, just let her have some time right now. She's upset. She's hurt. And I want her to get herself together and shit. So, nah, don't send no cameras. I'm about to go anyway. So, I left. Later on that day, I get a text from April. April is (laughs) telling me. The only way to make this right is if you do a scene on Love and Hip Hop with me, you have to go on there and you have to act like we're going to play this to our advantage. You have to act like you told me everything already that you had said about me to her and everything. And um, we're just going to flip it. And we so I'm like, nah, yo, I'm not really trying to do that shit. That's not how I get the fuck down. I don't want to do it. This is not how I want to uh, debut myself on uh, Love and Hip Hop. I don't want to do that shit. If I'm going to be on it, it's going to be on some other shit. She's like, well, you did this. You betrayed me. I am your friend. Nick, bitch, you was, and then you wasn't, and now you are again, bitch. Come on now. Stop skipping. Like, we always been friends, like, forever. Nah, bitch, come on now, yo. You stopped talking to me for half a year. Fuck wrong with you. You wasn't my friend, bitch. Friends don't do that because I bluffed you. But I felt bad. I'm like, all right, shit, I'll do it. Fuck it. But my fans and my, my, my people, they know me. I was getting so many comments like, bitch, you look like you lying. You and April are both liars. Jess, you don't even look like you want to be on there. I didn't. I didn't want to do that. I did that shit to make up with this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then even after I did the one scene on the episode, this bitch still ain't talk to me. I'm like, oh, fuck no. You mean to tell me I went on there and I lied for you, my nigga? I went on there and I lied. I really lied. And, and, and that's something that I wanted to do. I really wanted to do it to, to you know, to reconcile and shit. Nah, Shorty still was like, I'm going to need some time. Like, I don't, I don't know. When. Bitch, you ain't need no time when you wanted to act like you knew about this shit on that episode. So I was like, man, fuck you. So I went on live and I told them that I fucking lied. And I had the producers hit me and shit like, nah, you can't do that. Nah, yes, I can. I'm, I'm not a fucking cast member. She is. And she dragged me into this shit. So now, yeah. But 
in hindsight, I got what was coming to me because I should have never done that. I should have. I shouldn't have done it. Do I regret talking shit about April? No, I regret talking shit about April to Monice. That was just bad. You never go back and talk about someone just because you're mad at them or just because you don't like them anymore to one of their enemies. Somebody she would never probably be cool with. You know what I mean? So that was fucked up on my end. Yeah, I ate that L. I took it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was crazy. Do I do that shit to everybody? Have I did that shit more than once? No, fuck no. Listen, nah, not to my friends. Now, listen, I have to tell y'all this. Me and April, we weren't friends for very long. I met her on a setup I got the hook up to, and we hit it off from there. I was already in contact with Monice. I met Monice first. Me and Monice just never built that uh, in-person connection. Me and her was just talking on the phone, texting, DMing, all that type of shit. But me and April, actually, our chemistry was like there the energy was cool she was a cool person so i'm like all right cool there's somebody i can you know hang out with while i'm in la and shit you know what i mean and it ended up coming to that which brings me to just fix my mess the segment where some of my fans send some of their personal dilemmas and i give my advice to help them deal with the shit that they probably got themselves into just like i had got myself into that little shindig with april and monice so look i posted on my instagram a time you betrayed a friend go and I'm just going to read off a couple of good ones. Bushy Bree on Instagram says, after a wild night with my homegirl and her guy friend that she was having sex with, we went back to his place where they asked me to join and I declined. I watched, but I happily declined. So after the fact, he would hit me up with casual convo. And long story short, we ended up having bomb sex before she even found out. I blocked her on everything. Whoa, damn, Bree. <laughs> Damn, how you just going, like, you just going to block the bitch? Like, that was fucked up. She probably still to this day don't know why she blocked. Unless that nigga told her. But nah, yo, that's fucked up. I I don't even know what to say about that. Like, if that was your friend, bitch, you got to unblock her and tell her, look, I fucked your nigga, I'm not going to lie, but this is your fault. This is your fault. You invited me in the bedroom with the nigga. You wanted me to sit there and watch y'all have sex. I seen the way his big juicy dick was swinging back and forth and shit, and I seen that you was loving it. I didn't even want no parts in it. But then he started hitting me up. That's what you got to tell her, Bree. Then he started hitting me up, right? And then I I just couldn't resist, and it it was casual convo. But then we ended up having sex. And then I blocked you because I felt bad. I didn't want you to find out. And you blocked me first. So I did that shit for you. That's how you got to come out. And she probably going to smack the shit out you. But it, it'll be worth it. Because that was your friend, bitch. Okay. Charles G. Classic underscore man underscore I, I, I on Instagram says, My pastor lied on me because I left his church. And he said I stole from him all because I wasn't trying to be gay with him. Um, wait a minute. First of all, I said a time you betrayed a friend go. You you really wanted to tell that story, Charles. This this must be this must have just happened because you want somebody to notice badly. Um, I guess just find another church home and first of all, I got some questions for you, Charles. Are you gay? Because or, or you are you gay and you just didn't want to be gay with him? Like did he think you was gay? Did you lead him on in any way? Because it had to start somewhere for this man to lie on you and say you stole from him because you wasn't trying to be gay with him. Was you trying not to be gay with him anymore or what? Because it had to be something that led to this series of events and you left the church. I don't know, Charles. Get back at me, baby. That's an incomplete story. I need y'all to be 100% transparent like me. Okay. Flashy underscore lights underscore Sierra on Instagram says... I slept with this man she was talking to, but our friendship ended like a month before she did some stupid shit. So does it still count? 
and she was in a relationship so the nigga wasn't even hers um bitch yes that shit still count you can't be out here fucking the, the niggas that your friend is fucking and because she cheating on her nigga with the nigga and shit you think it's okay because she don't even belong to the nigga and the nigga don't belong to her bitch i still fucked up you fucking a nigga that she fucked that's betrayal i don't care that's fucked up okay last one i'm gonna read candy can 31 on instagram says my sister slash friend was stabbed thought she was a goner I expressed my emotions a little too much with an ex-mutual friend. Long story short, they fell out and the ex-mutual friend used everything I said as ammo against her. She never forgave me. All I could say was, bitch, I was scared. I thought she was going to die. So, bitch, you tell my business while I'm on my deathbed to one of our other friends and shit. Then I come back to life and then you like, hey, hey, y'all thought I was dead. What's up, y'all? And me and the bitch fall out and then when we fall out the bitch tell me oh yeah so your other friend had told me that when you was dying but now you're alive so now i can tell you and you deserve that how the fuck you talking shit about somebody on their deathbed bitch not i'm almost dead and you out here crying telling my business the fuck y'all different y'all a little different i i was talking shit about a person who was very much alive to another person who didn't like her y'all motherfuckers is ruthless this is this is crazy are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. 
State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Another question I want to ask. Okay, so listen, I'm not on the side of the people who did the betraying. No, but there are certain reasons why people do these things. And you have to think to yourself, what constitutes me to perform this behavior? What constitutes the behavior of betrayal? That's what y'all really got to understand. Like I said, for me, I never thought I was going to talk to Shorty again. Honestly, me and April stopped talking for six months. Six months. The eighth month is when she came back around and shit. And that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like she got over it. It took her eight months to get over the fact that I bluffed her out. That's a grudgy bitch. I don't like them type of people. You understand what I'm saying? Like I said, now it does not justify me talking as much shit about her to somebody who she would call an enemy. But all in all, that shit was petty. You know what I'm saying? You never stop talking to a friend that long for some petty shit like that. I could have died. She could have died. Anything could have happened. Thank God none of that did happen. Speaking of betrayal in this week's current news, we're going to talk about Masika Kalisha and her now ex-fiance, Jamar Champ. Okay, so like a couple weeks ago, it had hit the blogs and it had hit, you know, all the airways and shit that Masika Kalisha was engaged to an Anthony Hamilton lookalike. To me, the nigga looked like Anthony Hamilton, like a young ass Anthony Hamilton and shit. She looked happy. Even her daughter looked happy. You know what I'm saying? I love Kari Barbie. She looked so happy. The nigga even looked happy. He was trying to show off them new teeth, but he looked very happy. She had an engagement party. They were just on some island together. The ring was beautiful. Uh, they, they're kissing and oh, I love you. You love me type shit. You know what I'm saying? They seemed happy. Not too long ago, it hit the blogs, the very same blogs that blew up their engagement that they were now not engaged anymore. She's very hurt by the situation. He posted, it's many little girls out here. When the little girl is healed, the woman will show up. Sorry, what the fuck are you talking about? Then she posted, men don't have to be perfect to make a woman happy. All a man really needs to do is love her like he promised when they first dated. So she's hurt. Now, when I look deeper into it, uh, these were her words. This came from her. Um, apparently, he was trying to use her for clout to build his businesses and use her past experiences and use her for her connections and networks and shit. Basically, Love and Hip Hop is probably about to film again. And this bitch then got him on the show and shit. And... He fucking used her. I hate to see that shit happen, but it fucking happens. And I hate to see men prey on women that they know are on Love and Hip Hop. So you gonna act like you just gonna fall in love with this bitch and when they start recording, you don't want nothing else to do with it because you already done got there. I hate when niggas do that. I hate that. I hate when bitches do it. A bitch will see a nigga about to be on Love and Hip Hop and be so in love with this nigga and, 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 and fall in love with him and shit and make him announce that this is his girlfriend on Love and Hip Hop, and then the next, by the third episode, they ain't together no more, and the nigga with another bitch. Like, I, I can't stand it. Or the bitch with another nigga. 
Loving hip hop reality stars. Y'all gotta understand. They prey on y'all because y'all are on TV. Y'all already got the clout. And little do y'all niggas know that's preying on these women. And little do y'all bitches know that's preying on these niggas on this Loving Hip Hop show. They not even at where they want to be at. The reality star, yo, they not at where they, they want to get more. They use reality as a vehicle to get certain places. You know what I'm saying? Like Masika, she was on Loving Hip Hop. She made it to an episode of fucking Power. Cardi, she used Loving Hip Hop as like a, a stepping stone to create her milestones. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now she's one of the hottest female rappers. She was in a movie. Like, y'all have to use that shit like that. That's why Mona creates these opportunities for people to grow. Use her shit to grow. That's just what it is. Some people just don't know how to get out, though. That's it. In other news, Danny Lay, the baby's alleged girlfriend, she made a song not too long ago, and it's called Yellow Bone. All right, now, the internet gave her a lot of blowback about this shit because she's Dominican, Spanish, she says she's black, she's white, she's a bunch of things. So basically, she's mixed. She's a mixture of shit, and she is yellow. I don't know, sometimes, in some pictures, she not. In some pictures, she yellow, then she beige, and she brown, and she pale. Like, I don't know, she's not a yellow bone all the time. But anyway, the song hints that he wanted a yellow bone, so he switched. That's what he wants. The internet is blowing this shit up. Now, they already don't like this girl ever since they feel like she took him from Mimi, who is the baby's child's mom. That's the baby's ex, the girl that he was with when he got famous and shit, right? She's getting blowed back because I guess this is a diss or a shot at brown skin girls. I'm honestly going to be the first to say... Uh, no, I don't think it is. I mean, Beyonce got a song called Brown Skin Girl, you know? She's not putting down any other shade. Actually, Beyonce in her song talks about different shades, you know what I'm saying? But brown skin happens to be the most beautiful shade to her, you know what I mean? Even to me, it is, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to feel like that. Whatever shade you are, you're supposed to feel like that's the most beautiful shade. You know, you got to be comfortable in your skin. And it's a lot of insecure females that attacked Danny Lay about this song. Let her have her little whack ass song because honestly, the shit is trash. And she sounds like a six year old little boy that's making a TikTok. It doesn't sound, the song is trash just because the song is trash, not because she's talking about yellow bones. And that's it. She's a very talented artist. But this song, it just sounded like she was just high as shit one night and just wanted to play around in the booth. That's it. Would I have put it out if I was her? Fuck no. Make a better song for the yellow bone anthem, please. But I don't see anything wrong. With the fact that she wanted to make a song for her yellow bones. I really don't. But it could be a different one because you represented them totally trashly, baby. That's it. Um, Y'all can say whatever the fuck y'all want. It's all types of colorism in this shit. You know what I mean? Like, all right, she said uh, yellow bonus, what he want. That's how I go. Yellow bonus, what he want. Yeah, a lot of niggas want yellow bones. You feel me? But then you got your niggas who love the melanin and the bitch's skin. Hey, he love the melanin and the bitch's skin. Brown bone, black bone. We getting with it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Brown bone, black bone. We getting with it, boy. What the fuck you on? Thick, thick, thick. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So shit, it, it, that shit don't matter to me. In other news, DJ Spinderella speaks out about being excluded from the Salt and Pepper Lifetime biopic. First of all, Lifetime is trash as fuck for even trying it. How the fuck you gonna do a Salt and Pepper biopic without DJ Spinderella? That's who made their fucking music. Like, unless they just gonna do acapella everything. Like, I don't understand why the fuck she's not in it. 
But she said, sorry, but I got to speak on this lifetime special. Too often, black women who have made meaningful contributions in their industry are left out of historical narratives. So she's heard about that shit as she should be. Fuck y'all. Honestly, fuck y'all. But it's all good. It's all good. And the last news story of the day, somebody to pray for y'all. Dustin Diamond is diagnosed with stage four small cell carcinoma and completes his first round of chemotherapy. Now, for those who don't know who Dustin Diamond is, that's Screech from Saved by the Bell. He looks amazing now when you fast forward and um, he will not be in the reboot of Saved by the Bell, which is also going to be on TV. They're rebooting it. And I love it. That was one of my favorite childhood shows coming up. But um. He has cancer, y'all. He has a, and he's in stage four. And it is very sad. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you never know what somebody is going through. Never, ever know. We lost Chadwick Boseman just this past year to stage four colon cancer. Fucked up. Pray for people. Pray for people. Always have in your mind that you don't know what somebody's going through and that whatever you're going through, someone is going through some shit 10 times worse. So always thank God for that. And with that being said, that brings us to the end of the show. Listen, y'all, cherish your friends. Don't betray. If you even feel a sense of betrayal coming from you, then that really ain't your friend. And or that shit is too toxic and you don't need to be friends with that person anyway. I thank you for my fans who told me a part of your life by letting me in your business and allowing me to help fix your mess. Also, I hope it gets better for my girl, Masika Kalisha, baby. You going to find somebody who's going to love and cherish you. And that little girl that you got, fuck these niggas. You hear me? Danny Lay, go back in the booth. Rewrite it, baby. Rewrite it. We want to hear it. Trust me. Some don't, but some do. Rewrite that shit because that shit is trash. Spinderella, baby, you're worth more than fucking lifetime. Fuck them and your story will be heard one day and more than likely one day soon. Y'all, please don't forget to pray for Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, as we know him. Keep fighting, baby. The Lord is behind you. Give the battles to him, for it is not yours. It is his. And he will have the last say. That's the end of Carefully Reckless, y'all. Be back next week, next Wednesday, every Wednesday, hump day, and my best pan voice. Peace. Yes, you got your ass up. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I've been out here on my cash. Told you I'm a hustler. I've been Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.